This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What up, what up, what up? I'm Jeff Nowak. You're listening to WWL's First Take. I'm here alongside Steve Geller, who's hanging out in uh, sunny Santa Clara, California this morning. How you doing, Steve? Doing fantastic, Jeff. And, yeah, it is very sunny, 46 degrees, uh, no wind. It's supposed to get up to around 67 right now. And you said 46 um, degrees? 46 degrees this morning, yeah. It seems cold for California. No, it's not too bad. Okay. It's warmer here, just just for for the record. How how is the weather looking out there? Is is it going to be a is wind going to be a factor? How about rain? Anything like that? No, no, no precipitation and zero wind right now. It is really looking like a, a beautiful, gorgeous football day. And I know I say it a lot, but these outdoor venues, it really just feels more like football. No knock against the Superdome, a fantastic venue, but I really do love these open air stadiums. No doubt. And the Saints are going to be out there trying to find a way to win back-to-back games for the first time this season. I will say it does feel like LSU and the Saints cannot be happy at the same time. So maybe what happened last night down in College Station will bode well for the Saints out in Santa Clara today. Because I think this, you know, this season feels like it's been lost four or five different times. If you can win yeah. a game out in San Francisco today, you are right there. You are right there. It's really just a question of whether you can get it done. Yeah, and I'm looking at this as a positive, Jeff. I saw online that 37 years ago today, Rocky Four came out. So the big underdog, <laughs> you know, Rocky against the uh, Russian Ivan Drago. It's kind of like, you know, you look at the uh, Russia's red. I'm looking at San Francisco and the red, white, and blue. I'll just say uh, is the Saints since they're the real America's team and uh, just hopefully a underdog situation. The Saints a nine-point dog heading into this game, pretty uh, steep. And, you know, we we saw that showing from San Francisco last game on Monday Night Football. Really impressive, obviously, with all the weapons they have at their disposal. No doubt. And the Saints are going to be hopefully getting a few weapons back today. We're going to go through the injury report right here. And then later on in the show, we're going to be talking to Mike Dettelier to get some insight on some of the players we'll actually see. But the players we will not see today, for sure, for the Saints, safety yeah. JT Gray is going to miss another game with a hamstring injury. That's a, that's a more significant loss than I think people give it credit for. Defensive end Peyton Turner, who went down with an ankle injury last week, he will miss a game. And linebacker Pete Werner will miss another game with an ankle injury. The good news is that's the entire list, right? I think last week there was five players out, maybe six. I can't remember. Did you mention Peyton Turner? Yes, yes. Peyton Turner is going to miss with that ankle injury, which, you know, based on what you saw when he went down, the fact that he was able to, you know, basically avoid a season-ending injury is a good thing. Anytime you get carted off the field, that's a concern. So good for him to at least be, you know, nursing that injury as opposed to having to deal with something major. Uh, Questionable. This is where you have some positivity. Defensive end Marcus Davenport with a calf injury. Defensive end Cam Jordan with an eye injury. Cornerback Marshawn Lattimore with an abdomen injury. 
Left guard Andrus Pete with a triceps injury, and right running back Mark Ingram with a knee injury. Now there are some positive things there. One, the only practice squad elevation you got today was cornerback Isaac Yadam. So that's a good sign for Mark Ingram because I think if Mark was in danger of missing this game, you would have called up David Johnson again from the practice squad. They didn't do that, so I think that's a good sign for Mark Ingram. Ian Rappaport this morning reported that Cam Jordan is going to attempt to play, so we'll see how he handles that eye injury that kept him out last week. And then you also have running, or left tackle Trevor Penning and cornerback Bradley Roby coming back from injured reserve today. We don't know exactly what their roles will be, but getting them back is a positive um, after you know, you've missed them for a majority of the season at this point. So, I mean, those are, that's a positive list for a team that, you know, has just been trying to make do without so many pieces the last few weeks. They're finally getting some of those pieces back today. Yeah, really curious to see what kind of involvement that Trevor Penning will have. Obviously not expecting the rookie to start right out the gate after just coming off injured reserve and that turf toe injury. But uh, definitely something to look forward to to see another one of the Saints rookies in action because this year's class – I think has been performing awesome with, you know, Alante Taylor, the, the second round pick, and obviously Chris Olave, who they moved up to to select in the first round. And now just another piece of that, you know, this, this past year's class coming back and Trevor Penning is going to be huge. And I'm not sure, uh, I know the reports are they don't expect Marshawn Lattimore to suit up. I, I don't think we'll see him either, unfortunately. But uh, having Bradley Roby, too, back in the mix, obviously huge for this secondary. That, man, we just raved about, all preseason, you know, all during training camp and just got decimated early on. Yeah, Ian Rappaport uh, reported this morning that Marshawn is not expected to play. But, you know, obviously getting back to having him as questionable for the matchup itself is a positive sign for a guy who's dealing with significant injuries um, at, since that week five matchup against Seattle when he went out with that abdomen injury. So that is something. The other thing to keep in mind, James Hurst is going to be in yeah. action today. He did not have an injury designation, which means he has cleared the concussion protocol. So, yeah, I expect him to start at left tackle. But you're going to see Trevor Penning work in, you know, probably in some jumbo sets, maybe in some special teams work. And obviously he's going to be an option as a backup um, should James Hurst have to leave the game. Previously had been Landon Young, but, you know, Landon Young went into this season as the backup right tackle. So he's a guy you would prefer to have on that side backing up Ryan Ramchick. So I think if all things are, are go for Trevor, he would be the step-in backup left tackle. Um, so you wouldn't have to have Landon Young kind of switch sides. So, you know, that's going to be something to watch because, you know, offensive linemen go down throughout the game. So even if Trevor Penning is not starting, there is a chance that he could end up in the game in a rotational role. And, you know, this would be his NFL debut if he gets in there. He has not played a snap in an NFL game. So it's going to be fascinating to watch because, <laughs> you know, there's already a lot of positive reviews of this draft class. If he can show up and be a proficient left tackle, then all of a sudden this is like, a star draft class, not just a good draft class. So that's going to be something to watch. Um, hopefully, it, you know, as you go on the season, his uh, his experience is in games that matter. Um, so winning today as a big underdog is going to be important. The interesting thing is the Saints have only played one regular season game in their history at Levi Stadium, and they won it. That was 41-23 to back in 2016. Five of the past six games in this series, at least in the regular season, have been played in New Orleans, which is kind of bizarre when you think about it. That too, the series history and, um, you know, our engineer who's been with this team for 30-plus years, this was, yeah, this is only his second visit to Levi Stadium. Really a nice venue, obviously, pretty, you know, one of the newer stadiums around the NFL 
Uh, I wish I'd got to see old Candlestick Park, but, uh, right. you know, it's not, not around anymore, obviously. But uh, the the stadium here, very impressive. Uh, looking forward to seeing exactly what this Saints team can put together on the road. I don't think anybody is picking them today, which is a good thing. You know, I love being the underdog kind of thing. And, you know, after seeing that 49ers performance Monday night, really everybody not giving these this New Orleans team a chance right now. Obviously, they, they got that win last week against a struggling Rams squad who is a shell of themselves from, you know, winning the Super Bowl. But uh, another West Coast opponent this time out on the left coast. It'll be interesting to see if the Saints can at least put together some of that positive momentum. I know we, we haven't had it at all this year. It's been basically win a game, lose two, win a game, lose two almost. And, yeah, stringing together two victories, especially against this Niners team that everybody is now considering one of the Super Bowl favorites since they've been starting to put things together is really key. And, and a big one for me, Jeff, is obviously being able to get after Jimmy Garoppolo and getting a Marcus Davenport and Cam Jordan back today would be so huge. Yeah, it's kind of bizarre. This might be the first time in NFL history a team had their starting quarterback go down and immediately got better. But that's effectively what happened. Like, this team was not a Super Bowl favorite until, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo got back in there and he started getting the weapons. Trey Lance, obviously, is a second-year player. You're, you're trying to, you know, get him to improve as the season went along. But, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo has been to a Super Bowl. He's been to the NFC Championship twice. Like, this is a guy who can go win games. Um, and, it, and it is interesting. You look at all of the pieces on this offense. You're not even talking about the defense. We talk Chris McCaffrey, <laughs> Eli Mitchell, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. You know, I, I – I think I'm missing a name, but Debo. Yes, Debo Samuel. Right. Uh, exactly. I forgot Debo Samuel. <laughs> right. Like a guy who, you know, could have been the MVP last year. Like that's how impressive this 49ers offense is. And then you look at the defense and you're talking about, you know, Nick Bosa, all these pieces over there. All they have to do is be a complimentary side to the offense. Um, and yeah, it's, it's easy to see why people love this team, even though it's six and four, right. It's not a great record. Um, they they are right there, and I you know it. I am not giving the Saints much of a chance today either. Like I look at the line, and I'm like, you know, that line is fair because it's going to take the Saints getting some hijinks in this game. I think one stat that stood out to me. Yes. Um. The the 49ers have won 14 consecutive Jimmy Garoppolo starts when he doesn't throw an interception. Well, the Saints Oof. have only had two interceptions all season. So if they can't make something weird happen in the turnover department. I'm not sure. I, I don't know how they win this game because I just don't see the defense being able to hold this offense down all day. You know, they're going to have to create for their own offense, I think, for, for the Saints to have a chance. And it's just been something they haven't been able to do all year. Yeah, time for Terran to get pick number three. You know what I mean? I mean, that we've talked about this, you know, nonstop to all season long. The, the inability to get these interceptions has just been so puzzling. Uh, you see even like tip balls somehow seemingly go astray from any Saints defender. They land where nobody seems to be, and it's just really been frustrating. I know it's frustrating on the fans' part, been frustrating on our part covering the team. I'm obviously, uh, the, the team can't be happy either. Uh, even, you know, the fumbles where this team has been able to rip the ball out in the past, they just have not been coming this year. And it's weird because obviously, you know, Every week you hear about them practicing and talking about how much the turnover margin is so key and important, but for whatever reason, they just has avoided the team this year. And, you know, it's sad to see when you have guys that were here in the past that are now on other teams having so much success in creating those turnovers. You wonder, man, did we give all our, turno our takeaways away? 
Yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty wild. So I have one text coming in. He wants me to mention Tulane. Yes, I will mention Tulane. Took down Cincinnati yesterday. They're making their first conference championship appearance since joining the AAC. Good for them. We're going to get into a lot more about the Saints-Niners matchup. It's going to be a good one. Stick around on WWL. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, Nick's a great player, and you know, you've seen, everybody knows what he's been able to do since he's coming to the league and uh, what he brings to that defense and just the way he can rush the passer. And, uh, you know, he's, he's a really good player, and... So, I mean, it's definitely, um, we got our hands full with, with him out there. Back here on First Take, I'm Jeff Nowak, listening to WWLAMFM.com and the Odyssey app. And that was Andy Dalton talking about a guy whose name you're probably going to hear a lot today in Nick Bosa. Just for perspective on how good Nick and his 49ers defense have been, he's the fifth 49ers player with back-to-back double-digit sack seasons in 49ers history, right? This San Francisco defense is number one in total defense, and they've allowed a league low 47 first downs rushing this season. They have held three consecutive opponents scoreless in the second half of games in this during this three-game winning streak, and that's the defense that this kind of makeshift Saints offense is going to have to figure out today. Yeah, when we talk about, you know, positives, obviously, to build off of at least last week, you know, you faced a beast in Aaron Donald and were able to limit what he was able to do. I won't say you completely contained him, but he wasn't an, an, uh, an extreme factor in that game where he was able to take over. But, yeah, this this Niners defense is definitely scary. You mentioned with uh, Nick Bosa there, obviously, he's, I think, third in the league right now with sacks. Uh, another double-digit season already for him, uh, racking up those QB takedowns. And a guy, to me, who I, I don't think gets enough talked about in the NFL is Fred Warner, the linebacker. He's just an impressive guy that's a, you know, a tackling machine that's all over the place for this squad. No doubt. And there's no one better to break down some of these 49ers players than 
WWL's NFL and college football analyst, Mike Dettelier. Mike, these notebook is brought to you by the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional Health System. How are you doing this morning, Mike? I'm good, guys. I'm doing good. All right. So hopefully the Saints are doing good in a few hours. But so we talked a little bit about Nick Bosa. You know, what is your what what is your read on Nick? It just seems like he's a guy who just constantly wrecks games and he's just got to find a way to weather it. Yeah, uh, he's a high mortar guy. And right off the bat, you see his intensity, his ability to get up the field. Uh, He's a really good technical player in that he sets you up uh, to make big plays in the backfield either for a sack or tackle for a loss. But uh, he's pedaled to the metal, man. You know, he he has no quit in him. And this 49er defense is really built on speed. If you look across the board, that front seven, man, they can run. And they get to the football fast. And uh, they come in a mean manner uh, when, they, when they meet up with you. So, you know, Nick Bosa... He's one of the elite uh, defensive ends in this league, but he is also really good against the run. That that part stands out in that he's not only a pass rusher, but it's also his ability to kind of hold up and make a play against the run. He does a really good job of it. And so uh, you got your hands full today uh, with a 49er defense that's as good as any the defense in the NFL today. Hey, guys, I'm kind of confused right now here on the field in San Francisco. There's the uh, the cheerleaders are warming up. They're all in black right now, and they've got gold pom-poms. So that's why I was like, what is going on here? Um, but, you know, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, it seems to be a guy that this San Francisco team has been trying to move on from. And yet you look at his numbers this season, and I, I was really taken back on how impressive He's actually been 15 touchdowns, just four picks, uh, completing 67% of his passes. I'm just really surprised, though, that this offense hasn't been putting up bigger numbers. What, Besides, you know, obviously this pass rush getting to Jimmy, what, what's going to be key for this Saints team to slowing down him and that offense? Oh, Steve, you don't stop the run, you're in big trouble. That's what they have built this offense around. This is what Kyle Shanahan wants to do. He wants to play in his lane of offense, and that is to run the football and play keep away and sort of bang away at you. Okay, so you might get a three-yard run, a four-yard run, and then he hits you. You get a nine, 11-yard run. That, that, this is what this offense is really structured around. And that is running the football. And, you know, you got a one-two punch now because not everything is built on Jimmy, okay? And every in everybody's life, you get fueled by something. For Garoppolo, he was never the guy, okay? He wasn't a highly recruited guy coming out of high school. When he came out for the draft, they had other uh, quarterbacks that people thought were better goes to New England of all places. So he's got to sit and sort of watch behind Tom Brady. Then he gets traded to San Francisco. And he does a good job, not a great job, but a good job. And he gets you to the big game. But it's not enough. So they go out and they trade a bucket load of draft choices for Trey Lance. 
they were trying to move him, but he got hurt. And he was rehabbing the shoulder injury, so you couldn't deal him off. Then all of a sudden, Lance goes down with the broken ankle. And you got to go back to him kind of hot in hand. Uh, man, come on. You, you the guy, man. We always thought you were the guy. But, you know, he the one thing you can say about him, and he's not as gifted as some of the other quarterbacks in this league. And he's a second-tier guy. He's not an elite quarterback. But he's a good one, and he's a winner. He wins for you. And they got an array of weapons uh, for him to throw to with, I think, one of the best players in the NFL in Debo Samuel. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is, I think, developing into a, a pretty good player, too. And one of the elite tight ends in George Kittle. Uh, him enough, to be honest. Uh, I don't My think he's as good as Kelsey. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think he's as good as Kelsey, but listen, there ain't much gap between the two. Uh, that's not a lot. And, man, he, he's a tough guy out on the field. But to answer your question, really this offense is built around running the football, and now they've got the one-two punch. You, you traded for Christian McCaffrey, who will give you that edge, speed runner, also a terrific uh, – receiver coming out of the backfield and a guy that they really like and that's Elijah Mitchell uh, who hurt his knee early in the season. He's back now. Man, I saw Elijah when he was in high school at ERAF uh, High School goes to University of Louisiana put up some really big numbers there and he's a tough guy. He runs hard between the tackles and he's got some scoot in him. Man, so they got a one-two shot and McCaffrey doesn't have to carry the football 25 times a game. He can carry a 12-13, catch five passes. Hey, uh, Mitchell will take on a, a lot of those duties. They stay healthy. I'm just telling you, they may be the toughest out in the NFC. They're that good because of their defense, and they got an array of weapons on offense very few uh, teams can match. And their offensive line is really good, too. Well-coached. And they're a big physical bunch. Yeah, I think the the stat that really blew my mind in the last week's game was Eli Mitchell had one touch in the first half, and it wasn't because he was hurt or in the doghouse. They were just saving him. And then he came in and just, like, hit him with a hammer in the second half. Um, but, you know, I think you, you make a good point. I think one key for the Saints today is putting themselves in positions to be able to rush the passer. Because if you're getting run all over, you're not going to be able to. But I think flipping around, uh, you know, one guy who's put the league on notice, I think, the last couple of weeks is a guy I know you're a big fan of is Caden Ellis. And I think he's done that by not only excelling in coverage, not only excelling as a tackler, but excelling as a pass rusher. And D.A. said this week that, you know, his hand strength is one of his greatest assets and his ability to kind of contort himself as a rusher. Obviously, you know, his dad, he's got the he's got the pedigree of an NFL pass rusher. You know, what have you seen from him the last few weeks? Because I think, you know, he's he's a guy who's just turning himself into uh, a got to get paid player this offseason. Well, with Caden, uh, watching him in, in college, he was much more of an up-the-field player than, say, in reverse. They used him sometimes almost like a uh, 4-3 defensive end. So he was skilled in that area. And, man, he knows how to use his arms and hands really well to get around people and also to get up the field. 
he's back now fully from that knee injury he had earlier in his career. This doesn't surprise me that he can rush the quarterback because he did so much of it in college. What he had to learn was to play in reverse because, you know, they didn't ask him to do a lot of that as a cover guy. But, man, he's smart. He's instinctive. He's built like somebody carved him out of stone. And he is really quick coming off the edge where you got to put a hat and a hat on him and he gives you tremendous effort. Uh, so uh, I'm proud of what I see from Kate Dallas because he's also one of these guys like Garoppolo. Hey, uh, you're not supposed to be the guy, but he is the guy because Pete Werner went down. Okay, if you went with three linebackers, he would have been the starter, but they don't do that a lot in this league now. You bring in a nickelback. Kate Nellis has really come on and shown that he's just not – we, I would call a bit player, that he's a starter in this league. And he, somebody's going to pay him a lot of money. He, he's got that type of talent. In the right scheme, I agree with you, Jeff. I think he could be a very effective rusher off the edge. Now, for you, Mike, obviously this Saints team coming into this game, almost a double-digit dog, nine-point favorites at San Francisco. Uh, complete this sentence for us. The Saints will win this game today if – the 49ers turned the football over. You, you need some help, okay? They're a better team than you, bottom line. So you're going to need some help and create turnovers. That's been the thing, though, guys, I think all of us would agree upon. Okay, you got two, tur- two interceptions all year long. We're in, we almost in the month of December, and you see that, too. Next to the interceptions. I don't remember another Saints team that's had less, to be honest. It's tied for last in the NFL. Uh, And so, come on, you got to create turnovers, and the 49ers got to help you a little bit, either with a fumble, turnover, whatever. Uh, But I think, you know, I wrote this in July when I was coming up with the games they would win. Then I can throw that paper away because none of that really worked out. <laughs> but I think for all of us. Uh, but one of the things I wrote on it was might be the toughest game for the Saints all season long because of the matchup, the physicality of the 49ers up front, offensive, defensive line, and they're committed to the run. Some teams, after they run the football a little bit, ah, ain't working. I'm just playing pitch and catch. That's not Shanahan. He's going to continue to run the football at you because he wants to break you down. So you need help today. Uh, you got to turn. You got to get some turnovers, and the 49ers got to help you turning the ball over too. All right, Mike. Great insight as always. Thanks so much, and enjoy the game. All right, guys. Y'all take care. You too, man. Thanks, Mike. All right, that was Mike D's Notebook, brought to you by the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional Health System, the Oakenheart Rolex. Time check. Let's see. Three hours and about 44 minutes until kickoff out in Santa Clara, California. Saints, 49ers. This is first take. We'll be bringing you up till 1 p.m. Then we're handing off to the Bud Light countdown to kickoff with Bobby Bear and Christian Garrick. Stick around on WWL. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Back here on First Take Live on the WWLAMFM.com and the Odyssey app. And make sure to join WWL for Children's Hospital's Holiday Parade Saturday, December 3rd, 11 a.m. in downtown New Orleans. It's going to be fantastic. Over 20 custom-designed floats, oversized toy soldiers, a 30-foot Santa marching bands, plus for the first time, high-flying balloons. Bring the family to Children's Hospital's New Orleans Holiday Parade Saturday, December 3rd at 11 a.m. downtown, followed by a holiday concert and Village Experience from 1 to 3 in Lafayette Square, all brought to you by the Downtown Development District. Celebrate the season with WWL and let us know what you think about the game. I'm hopeful, not quite optimistic, but what are your score predictions? Hit us up on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and text line 504-260-1870. And, you know, one thing you can say about this season is you're, at, you're in Week 12 and you can still scoreboard watch. It's not over yet. And a couple matchups that are going to be starting in just a matter of minutes, the Bucks. Yeah. At the Browns and the Falcons at the Washington Commanders, you know, these are two games that could play a role in the Saints getting back into this division race, but I'm still not optimistic. The Browns are still starting Jacoby Brissett. This is their final game before Deshaun Watson can get out there as, as their new starting quarterback. Um, you know, just some bad luck for the Saints who have to face the Bucks next week. Um, but, yeah, this is also the first time all season that we've been doing this pregame show and noon, noon games have been kicking off while we're doing it. So that's kind of a weird feeling, too. Yeah, and, of course, you look at the Saints' unfortunate luck also. They're going to be the only NFC South team that does get to face Deshaun Watson, all the other teams. <laughs> uh, you know, Cleveland had Jacoby Brissett against. And, yeah, that's, that's going to be one to watch, obviously, at least the games in Cleveland. So maybe, uh, you know, Brissett comes out with a little more oomph trying to show something that he should still be the Browns quarterback, even with returning to Sean, but we know that not going to be the case with the amount of money they threw at him over there in Cleveland. Uh, still anxious to see more of this Tampa Bay team because they seem to be, you know, a squad that's running away with the division, but it's still not out of reach as we've mentioned. And yeah, the Atlanta Falcons playing at Washington. We want to watch uh, the commanders trying to make some noise and keep up with the, you know, the beasts in the East over there. And as crazy as it is, Atlanta actually beat the San Francisco 49ers team. I know that was weeks ago, and they were a much different squad then. But, you know, if uh, a famous line from, the, you know, the movie Predator, if it bleeds, you can kill it. <laughs> and if the Falcons can take down this Niners squad, why not the Saints? If it bleeds, you can kill it. I think that was still a Trey Lance-led 49ers team at that point. And, you know, that's kind of the, that's kind of the difference because, you know, I think – Jimmy Garoppolo is a game manager, but that's exactly what a team with weapons needs is a game manager. Somebody's not going to make mistakes. You know, I think th this, that Bucks matchup is interesting. You say they're no, running away oh. to the division. They're 5-5. Five and five. How sad is that? The NFC South is being dominated by 500 football team. 
Um, and the, the Falcons I'm, I'm can actually get to looking Jeff. Too. So, sorry, Garoppolo did play that game, had he two did. picks against the Falcons. So let's right. go Saints defense. Then your then your point holds up. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the Bucks. If they, they do feel like the one team that is in position to run away with, it. like they they aren't running away with it because you can't run away with anything at 500. But they right. have won two consecutive games. They're coming off a bye. They beat the Seahawks, a game that you kind of hope they would drop. Seahawks are playing really good football going into that German the matchup in Germany, which you know maybe it's hard to take any overseas result at face value because you never know one team might just have struggled with the travel with the time change that sort of thing. Tom Brady is very good overseas. I think he's four zero, um, you know, in multiple different countries. But yeah, it's if they can come out and win that game, get over five hundred, get to six and five, and the Saints lose today. You know, that whole, oh, there's still a chance, you know, you're saying there's a chance situation kind of starts to fade and you start to look toward next year, I think, because um, this is a getting into week three, 13, being down multiple games to a team that you've already lost a game to that starts to feel real bleak real fast. Yeah, I guess it's pretty sad when I look at Tampa Bay, quote unquote, running away with things because they've won two in a row now. And it's like, ooh, what what a powerhouse. No, I think I said a few weeks ago, the first team that wins like back to back games in this division is going to win this division by two games. Um, and that's kind of how it feels right now. And, you know, the Saints are in position to continue to do that themselves, though. Like if they can go out to San Francisco and win a game, win back to back games, then you come back home with a winnable matchup against Tampa Bay. And I say it's winnable because we have seen them walk into Raymond James Stadium each of the past two years and dominate. They have allowed a combined three points to Tom Brady's Bucks, And I think this Saints team is built to beat Tom Brady's Bucks, right? They're not built to beat a lot of teams, but they are constructed perfectly to beat the Bucks. So, you know, I, 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 I'm trying not to be this, like, hopeless optimist, right? Mm. Like, I hate being that guy. But, you know, it's you got to have it somewhere. And uh, if it's going to start somewhere, it might as well start out in San Francisco. You're listening to First Take on WWL. So how tough was it for you not being there? It was very tough. Trust me, if I, if I, if I could have took your ankle, I, I would have took it. <laughs> it. It was tough. It was tough. But, uh, um, you know, it was, you know, it's one of those things, you know, that comes with the game. And, um, you know, so we just try to do a great job of making sure I get back on, out in the field and, uh, healthy enough. Are you still kind of working back? You know, I think Landry's obviously been Landry for a long time. Where, what percentage would you give yourself? Yeah, percentage-wise, I, I, I probably couldn't give you a good number. Um, you know, it's, it's really just filling it out day by day. You know, that's why when you guys are out there, you kind of see me a little bit and kind of don't see me. So, like, you know, just kind of filling it out. Um, it's a tricky injury, so... Um, you know, it has its ebbs and flows of, of what I'm feeling and the soreness. and um, But we're trying to, you know, come up with a good plan that kind of helps around those things. Back here, closing out hour one on First Take, WWLAMFM.com and the Odyssey app. That was Jarvis Landry talking about the ankle injury that kept him out since week four of this season. He came back the last two weeks. He caught his first touchdown of the season in the Saints uniform against the Rams. And, you know, as he said there, he's not going to be fully healthy this week. Who knows if he's going to be fully healthy all season long. But I think it's a good example of guys, like, even when they're out there, they're dealing with something. And he's, he's playing through it. And you got to give him credit for that. And hopefully he can be a, a piece in this passing game because, you know, Chris Olave needs some help out there. So if he can be that, that's going to go a long way for the Saints offense being competitive in this game. 
Yeah, and watching even Jarvis Landry when he was not able to be in the lineup, just on the sideline for the Saints, you'd see him pacing up and down the sideline, you know, like this cat ready to pounce because <laughs> he was just so anxious to get into the game. Great to see him back, obviously getting his first touchdown as a Saint last week. And, man, he had that such a, you know, a promising start to his Saints career that week one in Atlanta, yeah. uh, 100-yard game, and just uh, afterwards, you know, got hurt in Carolina, that in week three, and then tried to push it back and play in the London game and just made things worse. Hopefully, you know, that's uh, we opened the floodgates, as we you know we talk about with turnovers coming in a bunch for a team. Maybe this starts a string of TDs now for Jarvis Landry. I'm hoping another guy we can get started on another streak of TDs is Alvin Kamara because his numbers have been impressive all year. He just has not been able to get in the end zone. Yeah, and so we're about to we're about to kick off these noon games. Make sure you get those fantasy lineups set. And uh, you just mentioned to me one guy who, if you were starting him, I don't know why you would be, but if you were starting him, uh, take a look because uh, what what happened with a former Saints player out in Chicago? Hmm. Yeah, unbelievable that the poor Chicago Bears are dealing with an injury to their quarterback Justin Fields. You thought it was going to be the Trevor Simeon show in Chicago, but guess who gets hurt during pregame warmups? During warm-ups. so now. Yeah, now you got Nate Peterman starting for the Bears today. Woo! Nathan Peterman, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, yeah, that's a bummer for for Trevor Simeon. You know, obviously that's a that's the old Andy Dalton stomping grounds, which is just the, the, <laughs> they've traded backups. And, they traded right, you know, and you know Trevor Trevor did did his job here. You know, they lost a few games with him in there, but you know, that's a bummer for him. He was going to get his chance today out in Chicago. He's not going to, um, but yeah, like it's just a good example of like, injuries are everywhere. You know, there's been a lot of grief given to the Saints these last two years. You know, these are just you know injuries are random to an extent. Like there's just bad luck. I think that that teams deal with, and the Saints have been struck with it. Um, you know, these aren't these aren't like soft tissue injuries. You know, you can't do much about Peyton Turner trying to get up after a fourth down stop and getting someone falling on his ankle. Right. Like it's only it's just bad luck. And hopefully it can turn around at some point. We actually have a little bit of drama in Chicago. Supposedly now uh, Trevor Simeon has t- taken a pain killing injection and was just back on the field working with starters trying to give it a go. Stay tuned there for Chicago fans. What is happening? It's. It's, oh, I don't know. Either way, yeah, we'll get into it more. It's this crazy season. It's this crazy, it's the crazy NFL. This is First Take on WWE. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.